Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, KT, with your horoscope for this week, July 17th through July 23rd, 2023. Welcome back to the podcast where, I don't know you, but it might seem like I do because I am sharing musings that are based upon the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying and then I report back so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. The astrology is sound, but my guidance may not be, and that is totally up to you. Okay. Quick housekeeping. Special thanks to Aileen and Audrey. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful gorgeous persons, for the rating and the shout-out. And a reminder for you, my dear sweet listener, that you can review too. And if you do, I will send you a 24-page in-depth birth chart report. So please review Misguided Astrology wherever you stream your pods or tag us in a post on social media or, you know, whatever. And then reach out and tell me so that I know where to send your report. Just email your birth dates, birth date, time, and location to misguidedastrology at gmail.com. And, and Pisces Risings, I am so sorry. I'm completely mortified because your Pisces Rising scope last week didn't publish and I had no idea. And so this is my desperate plea to all listeners that if I don't post a podcast letting you know that there's not going to be a horoscope podcast and one doesn't show up, I hope that one of you will notice and that one of you will take time out of your precious day to email me because I make these things and I want them to be heard by you and I want you to know your astrology and it kind of kills me that Pisces didn't get their horoscope last week. So, humble apologies. It really, but you get two this week. Huh? Huh? Eh, I don't know. All right. Well, please and thank you. And on that note, let me hurry up and shut up so that I can keep talking because this is your weekly horoscope. Monday. Oh my God, guys, this week, this week though, you better hold on for your lives. The time has come to lip sync for your life. Actually though, lip syncing for our lives is kind of the perfect analogy for Saturday's astrology. So, teaser alert. Boop. Everybody loves tragic foreshadowing, huh? <laughs> Practically all of the summers or winters, depending on where you are listening from, I guess. So scratch that. A lot of this season's loudest astrology is happening this week. Shit is going down. Things are shifting. Change is imminent. It's casual. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. And it all kicks off today. I gave you a head start on this week last week. You already know about the Mercury square to Jupiter, bigger excited communications or ideas, and the Cancer new moon, new beginnings and fresh starts. Those are both today, but they are not all that is happening today because also today are the nodes shifting out of Taurus and Scorpio. And into Aries and Libra. So this is largely relieving for Scorpio and Taurus placements who have been fucking going through it. With the shifting of these lunar nodes, we are exiting one 
18-month cycle and entering a new one. So for the past 18-ish months, North Node has been amplifying the activity in the Taurus house of your chart, and the South Node has been emptying the contents and the activity within the Scorpio house of your chart. And now, for the next 18 months, we will be seeing amplification in your Aries house and emptying in your Libra house. The thing about the nodes is that they represent the lunar eclipse points, and so we do usually see their astrological impact the most around eclipses, which we are not in the midst of right now. Doesn't mean the ingress won't be spicy, but I do think the impact of the nodes will be most clear during those eclipse periods. But yeah, let's dive a little deeper into your chart so that you have a better idea of what the fuck is going on here. Aquarius, good news. The nodes are moving out of your angular houses. <laughs> so this is the end of an 18-month period where North Node was in your fourth house, increasing desire to be home, to be with family, and South Node was in your 10th house, so there was a decrease in your career life to some extent. It may have been hard to build career-based things during that period, uh, which can be really challenging, especially in capitalism. But it's that's the South Node is clearing, it's cleansing, cleansing career things you don't need, okay? But that whole period is over, and now North Node is moving into your third house, and the South Node is moving into your ninth. So there's increased desire to interact with your neighborhood, with your neighbors, with everyday people in places, to find new local haunts, to do more, you know, local small road trips and explore what is around you. There's just a, more desire to tap into your local community and to make something of that. And that means that the South Node will be in your ninth house, emptying your desire for a broader exploration for foreign affairs and foreign travel and for pursuits of broader knowledge, you will be emptying out formal, former personal held beliefs and philosophies. Um, and in the wake of once the cycle is over, you'll be able to rebuild your personal beliefs and philosophies. But this is more about letting those go and leaning into your a more localized life and experience within your local community. It'll be easier to network, to make friends, and to make media that is centered around your reading or speaking and communication. Oh, and maybe even a greater desire to interact with or strengthen relations with siblings. There may just be more of them in this period as well. Thursday. Ugh, today? And it's not even all bleh. It's actually, it starts off a little cute, which may help mitigate some of the discomfort overall, but I don't know. So the earlier day contains the sun's trine to Neptune, which is cute. It's a little dreamy. It's intuitive and imaginative, and it may be difficult to focus on anything, which we don't mind at at the time, we won't care at all. We may pay a little bit for it later in the day. Tragic foreshadowing! But the moon also applies to and conjuncts Venus in the time, which enhances the cute factor of this earlier day. It's harmonious and connective and enjoyable, and you need to make the most of this period of connecting with your friends and loved ones and enjoyment in this earlier day. Soak it up. Because as the moon separates from Venus, Mars's opposition to Saturn perfects. And the moon will be then applying to Mars during that, so there may 
be a marked turning point in the day as you come to see a major challenge very clearly. Too clearly, quite honestly. No, didn't see anything. This Mars-Saturn aspect has been a building tension since last week when Mars ingressed. So you have already been experiencing some low-grade discomfort from a situation in your life from last week to this week, and that is really reaching its crescendo this Thursday. This transit is spiritually, metaphorically, physically akin to a dodgeball to the face. So just be careful out there. Run. Friday. Ugh, why? Why must we deal with a Sun-Pluto opposition today? That's not fair. Don't we have enough going on? Like, <laughs> hello? This astro weather is challenging situations or circumstances to do with secrets, manipulations, power dynamics, and our shadowy emotions. So we may be finally coming to know the truth of a matter. But you can't handle the truth. Might be more the vibe. In keeping with the dodgeball metaphor, some of you may need to employ the five D's. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. In order to avoid someone's trauma dump overshare episode. But no matter how many D's you do, it still might not be enough. Saturday. And has the astro weather improved today? No! <laughs> Great. Happy divorce season, everybody. Welcome to the Venus retrograde. I am playing up the drama a little bit, but that is what a Venus retrograde in Leo demands. It's not definitely a divorce unless you definitely need to divorce somebody, then it's gonna happen. But this transit is generally a period of challenges and reconsiderations to do with the Venusian themes of love, relationships, values, fun, and creativity. Oh, and money. Cool. And it does also mean revisitations and reconsiderations to the Venusian houses of your chart. Revisit weekly scope number 124 for a refresher on where this retrograde is impacting you the most over the course of the next 40 days. Venus is a benefic planet, so the retrograde won't definitely suck hard for everybody, but you will notice a lot more attention and work needing to go into your Venusian houses. And the moral of the story is that there is something happening that you need to tend to and to work on, so pay attention to what is coming up around this weekend. But, but then again, what are we even doing? Paying attention to anything that isn't a Leo this Leo season. Yes, the sun has ingressed into Leo today as well. So this is also the kickoff of Leo season. And what better inaugural drama for the most dramatic sign of the zodiac than a piping hot cup of Venus retrograde. That's hot. And the retrograde is happening in... Leo, as if they couldn't be any more insufferably attention-seeking. Look what I can do! I kid, I kid, I kid. But only a little. I'm only kidding a little. It's not totally untrue. But it is the natural order of things, as Leos are generous peoples who love to share, and they don't discriminate sharing between the love and the drama. So, no matter which it is, it's entertaining and exciting. So cheers, Leos. Give your Leo friends a hug of appreciation this Leo season. 
or else. Don't fuck it up. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Hopefully. And if I don't, email me, please. Okay, bye. Mwah. <laughs>